Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 272 of the Permanent Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here again. <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, it's like I'm always here. Well, that's why I say as yeah. always. Yeah. I mean, if you weren't always here, I would not use that word. Uh, that's true. I mean, although, would it, how easy would it be for anyway, you Anyway, we also have Brian here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I'm here. And Matt. Oh, hey. And Gordon. How's it going? And special guest Kirk. How we doing? All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically our black belt patron, Andy Thompson. Andy oh, Thompson shit. is an amazing man and an amazing lover from what I hear. Uh, and if you would like to be as awesome as him and get his superpowers in the bedroom, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Uh, bedroom powers are not guaranteed, uh, and they're not wholly licensed by uh, Blinded Studios LLC. So, uh, <laughs> prices and participation may vary. <laughs> All right, uh, or uh, if you like to support us on Amazon, uh, head over to BlindedStudios.com. Click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal, and you get a bit of kickback from Amazon. You know, I'm honestly waiting for the email from Andy being like, "Hey, can you stop talking up my bedroom prowess?" Uh, <laughs> Does he have a significant other? He does. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well. And she's awesome. I met them while I was in Seattle. Yeah, see, if you're a black belt patron, Casey will fly out and, you know, see you. I will fly out and get drunk in your home. <laughs> <laughs> Off of your beer. Wow. That's, is that a threat? Or I don't I mean, know. I don't know, <laughs> and you will buy. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Well, it's your choice. You, you, it's, it's like it, it's a bullying fair. value. Like you can just uncheck that option when you become a black belt patron. So uh, indeed, <laughs> it's in really small print. So you know. yeah, no, you just gotta skip that one. Just, yeah, just look over it. All right, uh, Carlos, man, what have you been up to this past week? You're back in school again. Yeah, yeah, that's new and it's, exciting. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's happening. And uh, so let's not talk about that because it's boring. <laughs> well, but Carlos, you showed up to the right class, but nobody else was there. That's kind oh, of exciting. Well, yeah, that happened. That was uh, that was fun, and like they still haven't opened up that class, like the uh, online portion. So I have to actually make sure that this week that I'm on both my so teacher for, for, for the listeners. Can you tell the like the story? All right, so I checking my schedule is uh, like I had a class on uh, Wednesday, so I go to the classroom. I'm sitting there, and there's nobody there. So I try. I, I start double checking things. Like, did I fuck up? Like, transfer writing my schedule on like my note document. And it's like, nope, that's right. And I like checked like my enrollment. Like that hasn't changed. Everything. I opened up like a group chat for a bunch of people that are in the same graduating class from uh, CVTC as me. And I saw like a, the like last comment was from February. It was like, so I double checked. It was like them talking about like double checking and making sure that like what the, where the class was and like that what the and like it confirmed all everything I had. So I was like, well, fuck, uh, I don't know what to do here. And then I just typed in a question, and luckily somebody was on from the class and was like, oh, yeah, I emailed the teacher last night, and apparently here's the link to the Google Chat Hangout or whatever. So you didn't even have to actually go to the classroom? I did not have to. But you did. So you I was, sat in the classroom and Google hung out with everybody? <laughs> for like an hour or so, and then I just I left so I could go home and like have my 
I'm I'm power. just like imagining him alone in a classroom, sitting in like the middle desk, and like people <laughs> are walking <laughs> by, like just like looking in, like what is going? I, I, I close the door. <laughs> there's still a window like, in the door. Oh, well, there's also the a window desk, on the too. side too. But like, yeah, it was just me, <laughs> and periodically I'm like be talking to my computer. <laughs> Just, just talking to himself. There's no like. It's like a Hogwarts classroom with a ghost turned invisible, and like you're just like talking, and like people are walking by, like this dude's fucking crazy. I don't. Yeah, yeah but like the uh, online, uh, like for like where all like the classes are, like it's not. So like I had like I went in the middle of class, like when I wasn't paying attention to the t- what because the teacher was talking about something. I looked and saw that uh, the class wasn't published yet. Because he had published the... Uh, I'm ready for this. I yeah. want to see it. The class that... Uh, so the, here's the problem. Like, there's two versions of the class. The one in Eau Claire and the one in River Falls. I'm in the one in River Falls with, like, two other people. So, like, that's the online... Like, that's the one where, like, everybody is remote in. Everybody else in, is in Eau Claire. They're just at, actually at the classroom. Wait, so... Okay, so you're not in, in actual classrooms. Or are you in a different classroom in a different city? I don't have to be in the He's classroom. in the I same can, class... But not in the classroom. I could be sitting without pants on at home, uh, and like, like for the doing class. this show. Yeah, I could be doing that for the class. He's he's wearing pants. You don't know. You can't see under that table. That's true. It's a thick table. <laughs> 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 yeah. So it's uh, I don't know. I gotta get that figured out next week because With I the pants or the no, no, class? The, the class thing because like uh, if it's yeah. I do need like the credit from the class to graduate. Sounds so complicated. Also. I'm tired thinking about it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm applying for graduation this week. Applying for graduation? Yeah. You just don't because I have, you have, all, to I have my credits. I, as soon as I like get all my finish these classes, then I can graduate. I have to apply. I don't time, understand though. how college works and never finish that. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a it's a thing I have to do. I just have to fill out some forms, and then I'll be set to graduate. All right. Well, you're gonna be a college grad. That'll be exciting. Oh, it's technical college. Are grad. we are we throwing a party? I, I don't see why not. I mean, we're, I feel like a party should. We're happen. pretty good at throwing uh, parties here and getting accused of partying like rednecks <laughs> while playing board we're games. Board quietly games quietly in the, back. in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time I roll up here, I know because I know which neighbors of yep. yours who you know called, and every time I'm like. No, no, just shake my head and smile. You just, you just like you turn up the Brooks and Dunn and Whoa. like. <laughs> Have to bring some redneck Riviera whiskey to the party. Add that to the things I've never been accused of, and that is a long ass list. All right, partying like a redneck. Well, shit. it's on the list now. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, we were playing like we we yeah, were, we're calling everybody a Nazi. No, oh yeah, no, like, and also we were let we just had a bunch of fucking candles on the table next to a bunch well, of paper. We couldn't find tiki torches. They were out of season. No, no. We had a tiki torch apparently. Uh, we just didn't have the fuel. South Carolina bought them all. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> well, don't worry. We know why there wasn't any last that year. Was around that was they're closing. Time, too, wasn't it? <laughs> it's because they're closing. That's why. They're oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what? Quote, unquote, sad. Don't. Shopco's going out of Shop business. Co- oh, oh, that. Oh, that's right. Oh, so they're going to have that ugly building then just sitting there empty. Yeah, then. right. Well, what the <laughs> shit are people supposed to do without a store like that in town well, uh, go, go to, to Hudson like they do now I guess <laughs> <laughs> like you can't go and buy anything at Shopco one you never know what they're actually going to have mm-hmm. two yeah. there's a massive markup on everything yep. and it's so expensive the only time I go to Shopco is when I had like my eye doctors at Shopco 
And so I went to go see him for the first time in, I don't know, like 10 years. And, I, like, my prescription hasn't changed, so I have to pay him $100 so I can get new contacts because Canada closed their fucking loophole. And, like, yeah, so I didn't do that. But I'm not mad. Brian, what have you been up to, man? Well, not going to Shopco. <laughs> um, have I been up to? I haven't been on the show since I got back from Europe. I guess I was. Yeah, no, yeah, because you uh, you were sick. Feeling last pretty week. crappy last week, and yeah, I knew so, we had to get episodes. Yeah, in what, the can. Give me, give us a, give us the the quick recap of your Europe trip. First, where did you go? Oh man, uh, so we landed in Amsterdam. Uh, found a spot to lock up the the rucksacks. Uh, wandered around and got stoned and ate for about four hours. Uh, got on a train, went to Wolfenbüttel, Germany, which is like basically the Kansas of Germany. It was boring as hell. That just sounds and, uh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And the reason we went there was because the uh, Jägermeister distillery uh, happens to be there. And so we went deep into Kansas uh, and uh, checked that out. It was a very cool tour. It was very German. Uh, and very just formulaic. I heard that there were no Jaeger tastings no. on the Jaegermeister. Not or... legal. So, no, it's like a business office, like, basically, nine. with a, a distillery. And then they've uh, recently they've moved a lot of the production to other places. Um, so, so was there a super sniffer? Were you able to figure out what the secret herbs and spices are? No, because the whole place smells like a big spice bomb. It, just this, all these mingled spices. But I was standing next to a bowl of saffron that was probably about two thousand dollars worth of saffron. <laughs> so it was bowl. like uh, just just like this much. Like <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was it was not not very much. But so was it worth it to go on that tour? It, yeah, absolutely. even though they had to go to German Kansas. Yeah, definitely. German Kansas. Well, German trains they run on time, but the like they're extremely confusing. Like we didn't know we had to be back in Braunschweig because the to take a train to Cologne because it didn't say that. It said you get on a train at 1649 in Wolfenbüttel and, and that was it. But you you're just supposed to apparently supposed to know that you're supposed to leave from Braunschweig because it has more than one platform. Yeah, you're just supposed to know you leave from Braunschweig. That's why you get your Braunschweig and your toss, and then you get on the train. <laughs> if you can't figure out German train schedule, you are a Tossen shrunk. <laughs> or, or in English, a dum dum. <laughs> <laughs> loosely, loosely translated, that means ass violin. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, you played the violin with your ass. Yeah. <laughs> See, that is very funny. It is much more funny if you say it, it in much German. Funny. Yes, 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 yes. Ausfahrt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so Wolfenbüttel, that was great. And then we went to Cologne, uh, got delayed by like three hours because of said German train schedules. And then someone in got In Cologne it or in? Before we even got to Cologne, like okay. in between Wolfenbüttel and Cologne. Like, and then missed one. Missed a second one because somebody got arrested on the train. So then missed the third one because of that, and then didn't. He get He probably into, got an extra fine because he delayed the trains. Probably that sounds about right. But we got into Cologne at like eleven thirty p.m. and luckily we were staying in like a bigger chain hotel, so they were like, "Yeah, you can check in whenever." And the guy that checked us in had a bunch of coke residue, on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like hustling around like a psycho, and like he is he, so good. Yeah, he, he was very good, except. <laughs> Except he wrote down 268 and said 268. And I was like, room 268. Yes, room 268. Okay, so 268. And I looked, and it looked like it said 268. We get to 268, and there's a dude with two kids in this room. Luckily, our keys didn't work, but we heard them. 
and they were all like rowdy and freaking out. And so we go back down, and, and we're carrying. We're yeah, right. <laughs> everyone at the hotel in Cologne was on coke, yeah, including us. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so we're up going up the stairs or up the elevator, down the elevator. Like it, it is just fucking hotter than hell, and we're carrying like twenty something pound packs. And it, I'm just like, <sighs> we've been traveling for on, on trains and shit for like five hours, and then. So finally we get up to the, the correct room and all that jazz, whatever. So that was fun. But you'll find in, in Germany, we were walking down the street and there was a group of dudes standing in a circle with two cases of beer. And they were, well, okay, Cologne specifically. Like you can just wander around with a beer and drink. Like wherever. You just walk around in the street. So that's pretty much what we did on our night in Cologne. We ate somewhere nice. Uh, we, we looked at the cathedral, walked around all day, tried some Kolsch breweries and some Kolsch beer. Uh, but then... That night, we literally just got those Jim Beam and Coke that you get in a 12-ounce can and walked up and down the strip and just, like, laughed and joked and fucked around and partied. And um, it just had a great time. Uh, that's People just walk up and down the street and openly drink. How was uh, the Kolsch and Kolsch in Cologne? In Cologne? Uh, awesome. Uh, yeah. There were many, many to choose from, and I, I only had time for a few. And You have um, time for all of them. <laughs> oh, you have time for none. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I tried a lot of good stuff. The, the major Kolsch houses uh, were, like, packed. Um, plus, we were there on the weekend, oh, so okay. there was that. But um, they're just, just packed with people, the worst houses. And um, the cathedral was amazing. Like, you look up at it, and it's like you get vertigo because it's so tall. Um, uh, from there, we were whisked away to Brussels. How'd you like Brussels? I liked, uh, I, I really enjoyed Brussels. <laughs> but you guys were there on St. Patrick's Day. I think we too. talked about this, and I thought it was, I thought it was crappy and dirty. No, it's super dirty. I, I watched an old lady steal somebody's purse, take the money out of it, throw it onto a garbage pile, yeah. and just keep walking. I can't. That was my experience in Brussels. I can't. What a dick. <laughs> I just like fundamental, fundamentally, fundamentally have a problem with multiple homeless children wandering around. Like that's the absolute worst shit in the world to me. And that, that's I saw that a lot. And like we were in, we were in the middle. Yeah, you're in city center, like near the really, guild halls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like a yeah. really shitty area. Like if you Google the neighborhoods, and we were in the worst one. There are no good neighborhoods in Brussels. Right. So <laughs> it, the reason we went there was to see a heavy metal show. And, you know, to, to my girlfriend's credit, she miraculously, we had this bed and breakfast that was across the alley from the actual venue in Brussels. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was bizarre. Uh, so we had eat, ate some really good food there. And then uh, drank some, you know, some decent. Did you, did you make beer. it to Lyrium Cafe? No, we never ended up making it. It was okay. just, I was just too exhausted after the show and everything. And I had had my my very freshly packaged Orval, so I was. You're like I'm good. I was pretty good. Like I had enough. I had a, as much Belgian beers I could stomach. And Belgian beers are, it's like double IPA and then Belgian beer for me, and that's. You know, and then where the rest, it's at, the rest yeah. of the shit. Well, and so uh, Brussels is kind of the same way. You can just mm-hmm. grab a beer and. Yeah, wander, wander around. around. But that's how you tell the tourists, too, because they have the fucking, like, massive bottle of Belgian, and they're yeah. just like, Slamming her, yeah, instead of the little gold foil. Yep. But in any case, right after that, we saw the show. We went to, um, the hell do we go right after that? I think we went, yeah, we went back to um, Amsterdam for, like, three days and just just mellowed out. We did a shitload nice. of walking. And we got back, and our friends were like, 
oh, did you guys see the, you know, the Van Gogh Museum? And I was like, no, we went to the Sex Museum and then the Torture Museum. So <laughs> those were both really rare. Were they right next to each other? No, no. The or was there one in between called the BDSM Museum? There like? probably was, but <laughs> the, the Torture Museum was really far away. Like, we walked a long way to get to that. And then the Sex Museum was, like, right on Damrak, so, like, right on one of the main the main drags there. And I've, I've stayed at a couple different hotels in the main drag on Damrak. How many times did you almost get murdered by a bicyclist? Uh... <laughs> I didn't. I did zero times for me, uh, pl- plus one time for Jen. <laughs> so it was one of those. It's it's like when you go on trips like this with your significant other, where there's a potential for high stress. Like you need to like remember to just keep it mellow. So within this, okay, what happened? So we went to this Barney's breakfast bar, and they were really rude and didn't have what we wanted and took forever to come around to take our order. And so I was like, you know, fuck this, we're leaving. And well, Jen, well, it was mostly because Jen, when she gets upset, she makes a face that roughly she looks like a bulldog. (laughs) So so then I know it's time like, okay, Jen, Jen's going like this. You know, we got to go. So she fucking hated that place. And she's like, I just want to go somewhere and, you know, in this and that and that. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool. You know, so then we're walking to said next place. Two bicyclists are coming. I scoot ahead of them. The guy waves Jen across, and then they proceed to run into Jen. <laughs> and she was like, "Why would you wave at that dude?" She's yelling, and I just grab her and pull her. <laughs> and then the place that we're about to go into, she like, like stumbled going up the steps to get into. It. So there was like a fucking flame shooting out of her head, and she was <laughs> like, just. <laughs> And I was like, we're about to smoke weed. Calm down. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like, go find us a table. And then the lady looks at me and I look at her and I'm like, I'm like, you know, like I order our drinks and a joint and we go up and everybody gets happy. So, but yeah, so that was pretty much the long and short of it. Um, I will note that, and I, and I, I remembered this. I did not forget this. Uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. That's how remembering works. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you, it, it kind of what I'm getting at is it erodes with time. Yeah. I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. But seriously, international flights, people turn into fucking animals. Oh God, yes. <laughs> like it just they, they just they, they lose their mind. Like I don't have a problem sitting in one spot for a long period of time and drinking tiny bottles of vodka and watching movies. Like fuck yeah, <laughs> like that's amazing to me. Like <laughs> this is my happy place. I strive for that sort of situation. <laughs> like, these motherfuckers just lose their mind <coughs> it sucks and the plane looked like a fucking bomb hit it when we got off there's shit laying everywhere oh, no, wrappers it's, and like, it's insane I'm just like, like oh my god on an overnight flight the amount of shit that people will just toss around yeah. <laughs> it's like unbelievable I have seen cleaner city like streets yeah. in Minneapolis what is going on <laughs> Yeah, but then, you know, when you get back in, like, going through, there's, like, three different checkpoints to get back into the country. It's, like, way more stringent to get back into the U.S. than it is to get into anywhere. Any other country. Literally. Like, everyone else are just like, oh, hello, you know, stamp. (laughs) Oh, you'd like it to come into our country (laughs) to just smoke the marijuana, yeah? How'd you like the stamps? (laughs) You know, and here... We have one with a giraffe. Would you like the giraffe one? Well, so then, so my ticket got stamped because I look like, you know, a hippie or a terrorist or whatever. Um, and if you're not watching Twitch, I have long hair and a long beard, and I look, you know, like a biker gang person. I think 
from what I've been told. Yeah, that works. And, right. <laughs> so they, I, I always get flagged everywhere when I'm getting back into the U.S. And so I had to go through a special line and a little dog sniffed my bag and everything. And then I went through. I got through more quickly than Jen. It took Jen like a half hour. And so I see her in line. And I'm like, hey, babe, I got the bags. And I get, I got <laughs> bulldog face. Oh, so, so, you know, uh, so she needs to look If you're coming back then. in the no. U.S. No. So like look like a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, need, she, needs to, she needs to like start looking like a terrorist then. Yeah. Well, the guy, then the guy asked if we had anything to declare. And I was in like a super. I do declare. Well, I said, I was like. Jagermeister Distillery was awesome. And Jen's like, that's not what you're supposed to tell me. <laughs> and I was like, I know. I was but trying I'm to declaring. brighten the mood. Because <laughs> oh, the TSA did, job did, sucks. Did his face, did, his, did he make any sort of face? Nope. Damn. It's only like he's heard that a thousand times every day. Honestly, Honestly the best customs agents face. I've ever ran into were in Ireland. Those fuckers will just joke with you forever. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else I've been, they've been great customers. Right. Yeah, oh, I, no, no. Going into Britain? That sucks. When we got oh, into yeah. Amsterdam, the guy asked me, like, every question in the book. And then he was like, is there anyone traveling with, with you? And I was like, yeah, her right behind me. And he was like, and then he asked me, like, five more fucking questions. And then he stamped me and sent me through. And then she went up and he was like, <laughs> she just went through. Like, he didn't, Well, you he had answered all the questions. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're with the terrorists? All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> these are the terrorists. we. <laughs> You're with Sammy the Shiv. You're with him. All right. Well, man, besides your uh, fucking amazing sounding trip, uh, anything yeah. else? Going um, on? couple of new brews coming out at the brewery: the Shendy and the uh, Hop and Barrel Light. I am so excited. Four percent, under a hundred calories. That was a fun one to R and D. So it's really, it's really fucking hard to make that kind of beer. Like as you, as you know, it's totally canary and trying to have it have flavor and only be forty, you know, four percent. And only be under, you know, be under 100 calories. It's a bitch. I can't wait. To, are you guys going to can that one? Hell yeah. We're going to do beer bonks of that beer. Uh, I, <laughs> I do believe our summer will be most fruitful. <laughs> <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> we're going to party like redneck. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I mean, if we've already been accused. <laughs> you know what we should do? Is there a redneck party? No, we should. We should. Go into a liquor store, and Matt should sit on my shoulders, and we should put a trench coat. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. We should go in and try to buy a six-pack six of, beer. Pack of beer. Of your beer. Of your yeah. beer. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> we need a trench coat. So, Matt, what have you been up to, man? <laughs> oh, Coughing break. Coughing break. Coughing break. Uh, what did we do? We went to that new Hudson Tap. Yeah, we did. We played a lot yeah. of games. We we broke the Halo game <laughs> and the Jurassic Park game. What? That and one did in the middle of it too. The uh, what was the other game that we broke? Well, we couldn't play the Batman. Or oh, no, the Injustice game. Yeah, we couldn't play the Injustice one. Casey said you guys did not see the the what was it? It's an eight man foosball table, or you know, like yeah. I I didn't see side. that. I saw that on their their page, that but I did not huge. see that there. Yeah, yeah. I was unless also- it, was it on the left of the pool tables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we had to look at the end there. of the bar and then. Okay. Yeah. No, it was like. Yeah, yeah. I just saw pool table. Why did there. they wall the patio part off though? Wall it off. Well, yeah. Well, there's this, a patio part. I just well, figured the pool when tables was... were the old patio. I think oh, it is, but like, it oh, you know, because yeah, the, like, I would, like, there's like a or deck area or whatever. Yeah, the right. Yeah, I was in that bar once before it was this bar. Yeah, when it was well, yeah, Rio Loco is what it was before, right? 
And then mm. Ellie's on Maine. Was, was Ellie's yeah. way before? I don't know. I wasn't the most impressed with it ever, but it was still fun. I played a bunch of pinball. I played... Uh, I had, that was I had fun. more fun that scene as we got 100 free credits. That was, yeah. Otherwise, That's yeah, if I would have had to go buy credits, and I was like, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. a big fan of point cards. Point no, cards no, are, like, yeah. I would rather put quarters in a machine. Yeah, I'd rather put quarters or dollars. <laughs> also, a buck per play for mm-hmm. pinball is bullshit. And, like, that Halo, totally if you could have just keep putting, like, a five buck, $5 bill in or something so you could keep the level. We would have just kept putting $5 in. Yeah, yeah. I would easily make so much more money. I gotta. I, I want to get over there and eat. Is is where I'm at. The food's hope, okay. I was hoping okay. for so much more. It's, no, it's it's it, bar food. It's, it's all burgers. One chicken sandwich. Be, pizza. Well, yeah, but it like so. There's bar food, and then there's like elevated bar. Like uh, yeah. Like yeah. so, like Barker's. That's bar food, but. Their yeah. burgers are really good. Yeah, and but they, they do. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They do a little more. They do a little more with it. Than yeah. The, yeah, that makes no, sense. No, yeah, this is just it. Not, then when I realized that it's also a chain, it's like, yeah, they just put their menu from there and put it here. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the exact same menu as the one in St. Paul, yeah. which apparently is called St. Paul, Paul Tap. Tap. Yeah. yeah, well, so whether there's two of them then? Yep. So it needs to be two to be a chain. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? the restaurant tour. <laughs> is two a chain? Or is that just a pair? A two is insane because one is ridiculously to. To try to keep going, so so it's just dumb. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I was talking to Rudy. He says they had the they had way more games at the St. Paul one or whatever, and then he's like, "Yeah, the games seem to be going okay in Hudson." No, there, we need like uh, I mean, like, so like like the place in town. If that place served food or beer, mm-hmm. I think that place would do a lot better. Like mm-hmm. we need something like that. Yeah, you're talking like the Saturday only gig type. Yeah, thing. just like so a, just fun. like a badass arcade that has dollar slice pizza yeah. and like those, dollar course or something. Those point cards are going to be the death of that place. I don't know. The, the what? The point cards. Like, like the, yeah. Right, oh the well, then they have there the gambling no Dave machines too, yeah, right? Yeah, the like, gambling machines. They don't serve beer there. At uh oh at, at, at Hudson Tap they do oh yeah. okay no, yeah we're talking about there's a there's a vagabond arcade here in River Falls oh yeah um, it's yeah. just an arcade yeah. it's pretty cool they do a good job there yeah. dude they let you use quarters there oh yeah, yeah it's all quarters <laughs> it's all and quarters. like it's like they would it's not like be a quarter a play yep. like oh, it's shit. like old school arcade do, do that style. what so how do they huh. even our shit it's all like they 50 I think cents I, well they dollar. they own all of their machines yeah. and like they're all like old school machines that they're and like keeping up, up and yeah. okay yeah. got it did yeah. you see that pong machine we got at the brewery dude that thing is ridiculous whatever like it took me 2 days to beat the computer like it, it's obnoxiously <laughs> difficult well also pong, like you're it, talking about with the yeah but it's but like it's a not magnet or something it's, it's, all, like uh, it's all physical Oh, thing in there. It's super cool. It, yeah. I didn't see it. No. It's no. super cool. Well, he was like, we need to test this machine out. Do you have room for this machine to test it for 45 to 90 days? And I was like, yeah, bring it. I don't. Whatever. So he spent three days trying to beat them. Well, yeah, and I was like, just don't mess with my my duck crane machine, my rubber ducky crane machine. <laughs> <laughs> like, just keep that, all right? I've seen Matt put money in that machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite duck. That's my favorite. And we duck. got really obsessed with plucking each individual different duck out of there, and then we were like, well, that's lame, boring. We got all the ducks, and then our next the next thing to conquer was to get two ducks at one time, and then we got bored of that because you can't really get three. It's nearly. Wait, but you can get two. Oh yeah. Frequently, yeah. You get two for ones. You gotta look for the head together, right? Yeah. You just look. You know, you're like, oh, oh right, right there. Holy shit! <laughs> Mind blown. No, yeah, I got a really cool one. I can't remember what it was. That's how cool it was. Surf duck. <laughs> no, it's like vampire. No. Or Minecraft something. duck. No, it wasn't Minecraft duck. No. Nurse duck. No. General duck. No. 
<laughs> so it was a vampire duck, so it was Duckula. It might have been Duckula. Yeah. All right, so besides uh, that, what have you been up to, man? Uh, Duckula. Uh, I went to Pixies and Weezer oh, last whoa. night at Where? the XL Center. XL? Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Nice. Uh, both of them were amazing Oh, hey, live. Fredrickson was at that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Linda's Construction has a suite there, so somebody down at the bar works there, so we got to be in the suite. That's kind of cool. I saw the Foo Fighters there that way, too. But yeah, I never really wanted to see Weezer live. They've always been a part of my life, like growing up. Like every decade has a Weezer song, you know? Right. And uh, no, they fucking are badass on stage. Like <laughs> they were highly entertaining, fucking rocking. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Do they play Rosanna? No, they played Africa, though. All right. And it was pretty funny. He's like, you know what these people need, guys? And that's how River Combs actually sounds. They need some Africa. And then they <laughs> oh, said, ding, 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 ding. The whole fucking place went insane. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Did they turn on the sprinkler system? <laughs> no, they should have. Uh, we need to hose these people down, man. Yeah, they even played No Scrubs, the TLC song. I guess that's on nice. their thing as well, which was pretty fun to have the whole XL Center singing No Scrubs no scrub, again. Right. Uh, it was how many years since the XLs probably sang that song? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, and this song was really big at the time. That song came out and it was one of theirs. I can't remember which one it was right now. So that was kind of fun to think. How the Pixies? Pixies are always good. Yeah. That was the second time I've seen them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, the Black Francis. The last time I saw them, they were doing the Doolittle uh, uh, tour, so they were playing Doolittle its entirety. So this time I actually got to see them fucking rock out like crazy. So, yeah, playing some of those. those. I saw him play in 1994 as, like, when he came out with, uh, what was that album? Did like, it have In My Time of Ruin on it? Teenage... My time, yeah, ruin. yeah. Well, that's that's when he was just Frank, Frank Black, and yeah. he came out with you know, God, fuck, was that name Black Francis? Well, I do have oh. a computer right in front of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you've but, seen him solo tour? Yeah. Cool. Yes. Cool. All right. Anything else, Matt? No. Just right, good tour last night. Nothing that exciting. Uh, finally saw Captain Marvel. I did too. Thought Jeez, what took you so time. fucking long? Jesus Christ! I've seen it twice. I. I live two hours don't need away from twice. civilization. Well, I didn't have movies in Way to not be woke, Gordon. <laughs> There's Way to not theater. be woke. Actually, the theater in Spooner is pretty cool. It's kind of like the Falls Theater down here. Uh, so shitty. I like it. It has character. And good popcorn. And cheap. Um, no, uh, so what'd you think of Captain Marvel? Awesome. Yeah. yeah it was really good. What did you th- more importantly, what'd you think of the cat? <laughs> it's a flurkin. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how Okay, has anybody not seen it? Am I going to spoil if I say what the post-credit thing was? I I, I think it's been long enough yeah. where you can. I think All right, fine. fine. So, like waiting that long to watch a cat puke though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like the second though, I saw like, oh, why is so why why is it just the cat and the, like and be office? Oh no, it's gonna happen. This is it happens. Like I, well, I my well, it's fav- not a cat. It's a it's a flurkin. Yeah. Flurkin. My my favorite part of that though was uh, so, Fur- Fury loses his eye in the in the course of the film and doesn't tell anybody why or how he lost it and there's like all these things and so like Phil Coulson comes in and he's like heard you lost your eye and like this real epic battle with the Kree and stuff and, and they like both look at and the he's cat. just like I can neither confirm nor deny oh. <laughs> yeah and, like, earlier in the movie like Fury says like to the cat like I'm gonna trust you alright like after he finds out like it's actually kind of dangerous <laughs> and then uh, like of course he loses an eye 
in another of the Marvel movies, when asked about his eye, he like asked about like trust. Like last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Wow, well, I never made that connection. I did not either. Got to tell Justin that one. Yeah, that'll be interesting. He has some theories about the flurkin. No, but the movie. Oh, okay. I mean, we all have theories about the. Well, we'll talk about that in uh, another month after we see the. Uh, yeah, we're gonna wait for Endgame. Uh, here, man. Endgame, Three hours. Endgame comes out. Uh, I think I'm going <coughs> Thursday the twenty. Tickets already. Comes out. The, so it comes out the twenty fifth. Oh. And yeah, so as soon as tickets go on sale, I'm gonna buy them. I wish I was more excited, just because seeing the trailers, I'm like, God, it's every one of the Super Raider. I have not I watched the right trailer. Now. You do not talk about anything in the trailers. I'm well, not. I'm going in completely blind. What? Why? Yeah. Why? Because I don't want to have any preconceived notions besides what I already have yeah, from seeing the movies. They don't really show you anything. Actually, yeah, the current trailers, they explain nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's everything that happened at the end of the last one. They're just like, hey, guys. Everybody's either dead or not dead. Yep. That's all I need to know. No. Anything else, Gordon? No, that's about it. All right. Kirk, first time on the show. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is yeah. great. Uh, you, you would just want to tell uh, the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name's Kirk. I am the uh, owner of Patty Ryan's Irish Pub. Um, Patty Ryan's has been around since 2007, but uh, we are finding out uh, that not, still not a lot of people know about us. Um, probably has to do with our location because we are actually off of Exit 4, right off of I-94. Um, so we still get the people c- that uh, come in and be like, oh... We didn't know how to get here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a weird spot. Like, there's no it direct is. way to get there. Like, you have to like go off the exit and then go over and then kind of like wind down and do right. a thing. Right. But really you can see it from the highway. <laughs> right. And you're like, that's one of those places I should go. Yeah. You see, <laughs> as soon as you see, yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's it uh, seems like as soon as you see it, uh, it it's gone. So, um, <laughs> really, isn't a place to turn around right there either. So. Um, but yeah, that's what I've. Uh, that's who I am. That's what yeah. I, I think do. like the next turn is Roberts. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is actually. It is. Yeah, <clears throat> you're right. Yeah, which is what uh, it's like five six miles up the road. Right. For for non local people. Yeah. Uh yeah. All right. What? Well, so besides a restaurant tour, uh, is there anything you want to talk about? Or well, uh, not much. That's really all I do because I uh, really don't have a life other than that right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I know the feeling. I have a, I have a wife and three kids at home. Uh, they keep me really busy. I have an eight year old, a two year old, and a new baby. So uh, oh, wow. she's only three months old. No, four months old. Just turned four months old. Well, congratulations. Ago, so. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I call them terrorists. It's okay. We're talking about terrorists. Um, well, can they get through customs? Because well, Brian can't. Yeah, no. I'm for lucky. Cute, for how cute they are, they would. But uh, she's my, the littlest one's my favorite right now because she doesn't talk yet. The other two can talk back to me. Ah, so. uh, yes. Um, cool. Uh, let's see. What have I been up to this past week? I uh, bought a 3D printer. That's a thing. It's coming uh, tomorrow. It's coming tomorrow. That's when we Shit. print Gordon a muzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember if I said that on air or off air. <laughs> I think it was on. Was it? Uh, no, sweet. no, it wasn't. Okay. Oh. I don't know. I, I, it all just kind of runs We together. had an, an extended period of time between shows this time. <laughs> Last time so. I sing praise about your beer, damn it. <laughs> 
Shit. Another one lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so I did that. Uh, one of our listeners, Tom, uh, sent me a uh, sent me a link. He's like, hey, this printer's on sale. I know you've been kind of looking at one because uh, we got some stuff coming up in Lothos where it's going to come real in handy. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Probably June, July era of Lothos this year. Um, so that's coming. Been get, getting ready for that. Did a brew day where I relearned a lot of lessons that I've already learned. Uh, <laughs> mainly, do not drink while brewing. Yeah. Don't do that. Did a collaboration uh, brew day with uh, another local home brewer and friend. And uh, so there, there's two very important things. Uh, if you're a home brewer, uh, one, do not drink while brewing. Two, never invite more than two other people to help you on brew day. Uh, and only invite those people if you know that they can uh, just do their own thing and they're not going to try to distract you. Because if you're drinking and you're distracted, nothing good is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we did that. I uh, I made a lot of messes. And uh, <laughs> at one point, I, I took an air compressor to the hoses and blew uh, <laughs> like the counterflow pressure apart or the counterflow chiller apart and sent wart all over the garage floor. <laughs> but <laughs> so this was at their house then? This is at their house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, no, we were both drunk and one of us should have been sober. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, yeah, there's video of that on the internet somewhere. We'll, I'm going to see if I can get it and put it on the Blind Ninja page, because you guys will get a kick out of that what shit. not to do? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, other than that, I don't know, just been uh, kind of hanging out and doing some stuff. Uh, <coughs> cleaned up the uh, the basement a bit. We have a peanut butter porter on that we talked about on Homebrew Bound in two weeks, so check that out. Um, because that's how time works, is we recorded it in the past, but you hear it in the future. And Yep. yep. And it's, it's weird. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we got some beer going around, though, and that's important. So let's talk about that. Going around right now, or the pop that you heard before, we have For the Throne from Omegong Brewing Company. This is a complex and compelling yet delicate and refined For the Throne. is our tribute to the final occupant of the Iron Throne. This strong golden ale is co-fermented with uh, Pinot Grigio and... Uh, Viognier grape juices, then bottle conditioned with champagne yeast. The beer pours a striking golden copper with a fluffy white head. Aromas of honeysuckle and toasted grain mingle with notes of pear and apricot. The finish is clean and dry with vibrant effervescence. For the throne is an ale fit for royalty. We've had a lot of uh, the Omegong, uh, like Game of Thrones beers since since they started doing them. Uh, general consensus is most of them have been pretty shit. <laughs> it, it, it's just how it's kind of gone. Uh, but some of them have been really good. And so I'm really excited to see which way. And this, Carlos, if there's a little bit more we Oh, Carlos seems to like it. Look at him. He's on a, he's pouring it, you know, pouring it I only it took there. a pretty small sample because I wasn't sure how much it was yeah, actually we, uh, I yeah. did the same. That's what I do too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, we're going to start with, uh, Carlos who's kind enough to top off my glass. Man, this uh, this beard's got a lot going on. Yeah, it's uh, it, I don't know why I was expecting when I was gonna take my first drink. It was not this. Uh, it's I kind of like it though. Oh. I kind of like what it's got going on for it. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to describe because, as I said, there's a lot going on here. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you when you take a sip? No, you, you thought about two. I get some of those spices, like for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, like the first thing that comes to mind is like, ooh, fizzy Casey. That's the, that's the, that's just, no, it's not very jumpsy right down. Like that's Carlos's why throat. Like that's yeah. That's now like, normally I'm like, oh, classic Carlos when Carlos does some shit, but that was some classic Casey shit right there. You're jumping right down his fucking throat. Like, what do you think? Two was seconds at. What, what do you think, Carlos? Think? All right, no, no, too much time. Shut up. <laughs> What's the I wonder what it's like when they're here alone, because they live here together. Uh, Brian, I think you saw that during our St. Patrick's Day episode. Ah, uh, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I was in I was in Belgium. You were and, in Brussels, and it, and it popped up, and I was like just sitting there watching a show and like drinking in my room, and I was like, "You guys are shit canned. <laughs> you guys are fucking. You guys are drunk." And I, t- you know, I, I typed it at them, and yeah. you were right. <laughs> what was I drinking? I was drinking Bushmills. Shit. Yeah, because uh, I'd finished my little bottle bottle of Yag. How's uh, this beer compared to that? Bushmills well, is a, is a, is a is Bushmills is a whiskey. It's a whiskey, dude. Oh, I, it sounds like a beer. I, yeah, I, I, I did not. All right, so Carlos, do you have anything else you'd like? To I don't have anything okay. else I could add, Brian. <laughs> Uh, so it, it immediately it's it's uh, quite venous, uh, so I can I can see where the that uh, wine, the grapes and then that whole must situation uh, is is kind of coming from, um, and it's you know with that ooh boy yeah with that flavor at first it's a little thin and then it kind of the body kind of broadens itself out and then you get a really nice uh, uh, Belgian yeast strain so plenty of clove. Uh, a little bit of ester, not letting by ester. It's like a hint of banana. A smidge of banana. So we're talking more like a polyphenol here, clove. Um, but I like it, man. I think it, it it's it's drinking pretty good for me right now. I don't know how much of it I could do, but also it's nine and a half percent. Just so yeah. So there's that yep. too. <laughs> uh, Matt. Uh, yeah. I taste uh, wine right off the top. Uh, it, that's what that fizzy stuff. Yeah, the, yeah yep. champagne. They know it's very champagne-y, like it's right up. Highly got that, it has that dry stuff, and then it goes kind of sweet in the back. And I don't know if the bananas start coming out. <laughs> Man, it's just like, get the bananas away from me. Where do you think I am, Donkey yeah, Kong? Just... <laughs> uh, I was kind of hoping we'd get something, uh, you know, like they do drink at the on the throne, a bunch of wine. Like I was kind of hoping to just pop it. So, well, they, they, they did make a wine for yeah. this, but we don't drink wine on the show. Oh. I mean, we, 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 we could make an exception. Well, I mean, oh my God, I'm just saying, like, they threw everybody off and, like, yeah. You know, when, pour, if, actually, even if they poured that color, you know? Like, when is the uh, air date again? The 14th. Oh, shit. We could probably just do a Game of Thrones beer a week and uh, maybe the end with the wine. That could be fun. We'll talk about that off air. Okay. No, yeah, it's all right. Uh, yeah. I actually was able to drink all that where the other ones I usually like, all right, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, for the black, you were just done. Oh, that, that was gross. All right. Gordon. Roma is terrible, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> well, this, is, this is a shit beer. <laughs> no, I, I just hate I hate champagne, but it tastes like an awesome Belgian. <coughs> the, the clove coming through is fantastic. All right. Kirk? Uh, yeah, I don't know shit about beer. Um, <laughs> so... Honestly, I mean, I agree, though. You can really taste the champagne. It's very bubbly. So that's about all I'm going right. to add to that there. All right. Uh, and then so when we go, we're, we're going to go around again after I, after I talk, and we're going to do a rating out of 10. It is not a rating on the 
beer, it's rating on your personal feelings about the beer. So, like, if you fucking hated it, give it a one. If you liked it, give it a ten. Like, or wherever you fall in there. Like, so it's it's all based on personal palate. Um, all right. I really like this beer. Uh, you get this really nice, uh, like, champagne wine quality right up front with this nice, robust Belgian character right after, which is kind of what everybody's been saying. Um, but it doesn't finish, like, it finishes dry, but it's not that that dryness where I'm like, I'm stuck in the desert and I'm parched now. It's the dryness where I'm like, oh, I could kind of use another sip, you know? It's pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of really good uh, flavors in here, and I like it. It's one of the better beers, I think, that they've done in this Game of Thrones series, because there's been some really weird ones, like when they just started throwing licorice in beer for some reason. Uh, no, thank you. But, all right, Carlos, give me a number. I am uh, going to give it a... I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Ooh, I like seven it. Seven and a half. I like it. Ryan? Yeah, man, I'm really digging it. I think you made a good point about the the dryness factor of it. I don't think it's I don't think it's overly dry, but I think what a, a piece to like a Belgian ale yeast is when that clove really kind of folds into the dryness nicely. Yeah, and there's no interruption of that. So uh, I don't know. I my my knee jerk was to give it an eight, and then I'm like, eh, that's kind of high. But you know, I don't know if Carlos gives it a seven and a half. I'm probably gonna do an eight. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Omegong. They don't make. Bad beer. Yeah, like, no, they definitely have their shit together. They, so. they they make Belgians in America. Right, like, that's kind of their thing. Belgians in America. I'll go uh, six, <laughs> six and a half. All right, Gordon, you have a seven five. Ooh, Kirk, seven seven. All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna have to go an eight and a half. This is a Damn, really good. Okay. Uh, this is a really good beer. Well, if man. there was more, I would drink more. Um. But at nine and a half, I don't think I should drink that. Uh, but I do need more beer. So we'll figure that out in a minute. Probably going to make Gordon go get me some more beer. Oh, I'll do a course. That'll work, too. This is a massive uh, flavor difference. <laughs> <laughs> Quench your thirst, Casey. Oh. The banquet. <laughs> oh, it's a banquet in the... Oh, yes, every meal is a banquet in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> we will fight for the Iron Throne. <laughs> The Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. Fox and Friends Weekend apologized on Sunday after displaying a graphic referring to three Mexican countries drawing attention on social media. The show displayed a graphic at the bottom of the screen that read, Trump cuts USAID to three Mexican countries. The State Department announced Saturday that the U.S. will no longer provide foreign assistance to El Salvador, <laughs> Guatemala, and Honduras the so-called Northern Triangle countries in Latin America. Co-host Pete Hegseth on Sunday correctly named the three countries affected by the measure, calling it a big move for Trump in cracking down on illegal immigration. The graphic stayed on the screen for 30 seconds. The show later issued an on-air correction and apology, saying the graphic was inaccurate and that funding was being cut from three Central American countries. Uh, now we want to clarify and correct something that happened earlier in the show. Co-host Ed Henry said later, we had an inaccurate graphic on the screen while talking about this very story. We just want to be clear that the funding is being cut off to three Central American countries. We apologize for the error. It never should have happened. Uh, so that explains uh, how most of America apparently thinks that anything south of the border is just Mexico. So how uh, 
How does cutting a how is that supposed to make it so there's less people trying to get across the border? Well, so if you cut aid to then the Mexican co- countries, <laughs> then they'll want. <laughs> so they'll, then, if you do that, then aren't they going to just want to? Oh, we really have to go north now. No. Uh, so what'll happen is you cut aid to the Mexican countries, and they'll just go down to the Brazilian countries. Oh, of course. That's exa- I'm sure they would really want to go down there. There's a lot to do down there. Well, but see, <laughs> cocaine only... That was really convincing. Dr- uh, drugs Carlos. only come from the Colombian countries. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's only like four of those. Are they Mexican countries also? No, no, no. So drugs come from the Colombian countries to the Mexican countries through Canada to the U.S. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Is it that clear now? Do you understand? Sure. I, just, I, I, I just, it just seems, I don't want to rag on, you know, one side or the other or any of this other shit, but it just, it just seems like that was another one of those, like, on purpose slights where it's like, so let's break this down. Who makes the graphics for the news? An intern shows, yeah. right? Intern. So is that just the interns, like a fucking idiot, or is I mean, this is this a massive conspiracy where it's like, how how else can we? Slight, how else can we just slight these people? Like, a, you know, like there was maybe. a uh, podcaster that was uh, I can't think of what, I'm trying to remember. It was the last podcast on the left, but for years he worked for Fox News, and he said it was soul crushing to work there. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, no, of Damn course it, because I wanted to save the fucking cap, too. So fuck you, man. I'm taking this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, Beer caps are becoming like more fear, few and far between, so I like to try to keep them if I don't have Well, them. I mean, it's also the currency after the apocalypse. Well, yeah, you need what a bottle cap say? It says banquet. No, inside. Oh, shit. There's a message on the... <laughs> there's a message in the bottle? Ah! This week on Message in the Bottle. Looks short. Stands tall. <laughs> I think they're talking about the stubby bottle. Anyway. Oh, okay. Those are the people in the Mexican countries. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Your cap was better. All right. By the time Justin Timberlake took stage at the 2018 Super Bowl halftime show, Ryan Green was deep into his third bucket of IPAs at a local Vegas haunt. Uh, maybe it was the buzz of the bitter hops or the babble of the bar or the pop star's hypnotic timbre or... Timber. 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 Uh, But Green was feeling tremendous. At some point, he wandered into the full-capacity bathroom and Googled Timberlake's tour dates on his phone. On a wet countertop amid a sea of Brady jerseys with full bladders, he splayed out the contents of his wallet and secured two tickets at $165 apiece to see JT in the flesh. I woke up the next day and found confirmation email I didn't remember, he says. Green is not alone. We recently ran a survey of more than 2,000 alcohol-consuming American adults that found drunk shopping is an estimated $45 billion per year industry. Who's doing this drunk shopping? What are they buying? Where are they buying it at? And is e-commerce streamlining the process for a new generation of tipsy customers? Hey, man, this is why I have a a monthly subscription to a succulents company. (laughs) (laughs) How many so, succulents do you have? A lot. Half <laughs> half of all Wishbone DVD purchases are from drunk. Purchases. I bought one. <laughs> what? I bought a Wishbone collection on DVD like while drunk in California. The little dog or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Little dog from PBS. Why, while bro? drunk in California. 
<laughs> yeah, we randomly talked about that. Was it when, who are we riding an Uber or something that with this brand? Yeah. You actually bought that? I bought fucking. Well, no, no, no. This, so this was when I was in California oh, okay. with uh, with Carlos and We did Matt. bring it up when we were there, yep. too. Yeah. No, it, it's a fun story because we Dude. were in San Francisco and I bought Wishbone. That should have been a discussion topic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Or just let's wait a few episodes. So the masses are like, oh, we don't remember them talking about that. And anyway, then we, we just do. So it uh, a few, one. a few key findings: seventy nine percent of alcohol consumers haven't made at least at least one drunk purchase, which we can, yeah, obviously see here. Um, four hundred and forty four dollars a year annually are spent drunk per American. Um, clothing How many? and shoe four hundred and forty four. I've already. Well, do they mean like more beers month? or? No, no, Shots? just like online shopping. Oh, yeah. Um, clothing and shoes are the most common drunk purchase. Nope. Cool. Uh, and Amazon is the drunk shopping platform of choice. Uh, so this this uh, story was sent to me by uh, listener Jacob Beebe, and uh, it's from thehustle.co, and they have some of the most delightful charts I have ever seen. Um, so women are 2% more likely to uh, drunk purchase than men. Uh, so... Of, of the drunk purchases, 78% of uh, men say they have, 80% of women, uh, 82% of drunk purchasers are millennials. No, that sounds right. We know the Millennials Amazon. are ruining everything. We know the Amazon app frontwards and backwards, right? <laughs> I had to uninstall the Amazon app. Yeah, I should do that. Uh, especially the one-click uh, ordering. Uh, 34% of people who are uh, drunk purchasing items, drinking beer. 34%. That makes sense. 34%. Wait, wait, wait. What Only percentage 34? is vodka? Uh, vodka is 10%. Hell yeah. I knew it. Whiskey is 17 Whoa, okay. Yep. Uh, wine is 29%. That makes wow. sense. And then and then they go directly from there to Yelp and, <laughs> and, and drinking like, wine. My name is Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I really would have thought I need to talk to the manager. You're not wrong. <laughs> I guess I would have thought that beer would be a little bit higher <coughs> on that ratio, more a little bit more than thirty four percent. Then, then for beer, yeah, is that the highest? That's the highest. Oh, it is the highest. But like, <laughs> I, think it's, I was I would have expected it to be like forty. I would have strapped on a couple brewskis and go shopping. So, uh, drinking habits, <laughs> um, for the for the uh, the people who have never drunk shopped, um, they average five drinks per week. For the people who have, they average ten drinks per week, so just double that. Wasn't well, it like if you if it's like two drinks a week, you're an alcoholic? I don't understand what those words mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So men, on average, spend four hundred and forty-eight dollars per year. Women spend spend only four hundred and forty-one. Those are rookie what? numbers. Yes. Those are oh my rookie God. numbers. So but women don't be shopping. Men be shopping. So here, here's the best part. <laughs> Millennials average $400 a year online drunk shopping. Baby boomers, $550 per oh. year. This is per year? Oh. Yep. It's, I, well, it's yeah. the average. It's Still. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, if you need some stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say the purchases were bad. It just said they were drunk when they made them. Right. Uh, all right. Oh, that's just, that's just drunk shopping. Yeah, these, okay, this is just okay. drunk shopping. I'm like, yeah. I spend way more than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. But this, these are the ones that you pr- drunkenly purchase yeah. that you would not normally purchase. Yeah. Uh, professions that spend the most or least on drunk shopping. Um, the highest are fashion, 
writing, medicine, fitness, and life coaching. Mm. <laughs> I've the, made some bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> the least the least spent are retail, biotech, aerospace, engineering, and government workers. I don't understand any of that shit right now. It's almost like the government <laughs> workers don't have the money to do it. Right? Okay. <laughs> Wisconsin, this is the important number. Oh, shit. Drunk shopping. Average annual amount of money spent on purchases while under the influence by U.S. state. Right here. Between 400 and $499. Sounds right. Minnesota... Three hundred to three hundred and ninety nine dollars. <laughs> how are they? Really? How many people are they yep. talking to? They they uh twenty one hundred alcohol consuming adults. And so like two of them were from Wisconsin, one from Minnesota. So <laughs> the two two of the highest on here are New Jersey and Maryland. So yeah, oh actually no I take that back. There was one higher. Kentucky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lovely. The armpit of the nation. Yeah, Kentucky's average is over $700 a year on drunk Are, Really? Yeah. Jeez. What percentage of that is stills or barley, malted barley? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 2,100 pe- people for the, that's not too bad. Like, it's just a, like it's a little harder on like the state by state basis, mm-hmm. though. Um, 66% of the items bought are clothing. Uh, and then it's tied for second with movies and games at 47%. Oh, man. Yeah. No. Guilty. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to pay for it. I'm just going to buy Wishbone. And <laughs> technically, <laughs> technically, that, that uh, $70 vinyl I bought was a silver purchase. What do you mean technically? How is it technically sober? Because I drank afterwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> to well, forget the purchase? Yeah. Yeah. It's usually. It's ni- like it goes away then. It's usually Nicolas Cage movies that I can't find on some other streaming site. Yeah. Yeah, and you really want you to have all the Nicolas Cage movies available at every moment. Con Air is a movie you can watch anytime with your family. So I heard a little birdie who said that there is going to be a third National Treasure movie. I heard that too. That birdie was me! <laughs> I love that movie. I'm so excited. I don't know when it's going to happen, but... <laughs> gonna happen. I love that movie. Both of them. I love Nicolas Cage. That's all. Alright. Uh, last week, a video went viral of a young man sharpening a large carving knife on a metro train in Madrid. The video alarmed social media users with many in, with many concerned the young man was dangerous and worried about his reasons for bringing a large knife onto public transport. But the mystery has now been resolved. The young man is, fa- is in fact a 27-year-old professional ham cutter who was on his way to work. The incident took place on Friday, March 15th on line 10 of the Metro system. In the video, the young man is seen sitting down and calmly sharpening a large knife in front of, in front of many confused passengers. Security guards uh, reviewed the CCTV footage, and on Monday, authorities from Madrid Metro announced that they had identified the young man. The footage was passed on to the Transport Police Department, which took over the investigation. After being tracked down by officers, the 27-year-old explained who he was and where he was going. Although he was released, officers had passed the case on to judicial authorities to decide whether criminal proceedings should be brought against him. 
police sources say. Uh, they are also investigating whether the man violated public safety law by carrying such a large knife and displaying it on public transport. I get where he's coming from, though. Like, he's... No. He's got, he's got, he's got to cut some ham. Well, no, so I don't care who you are or what you do. You don't need to be polishing a gun on Metro Transit. Well, I mean, you, don't, you, don't you, can't, cut a, you can't cut you some ham with a gun. Sharpening a knife. So BNS has Just reached out to, to local ham expert, Dan the Ham Man. Uh, and we have not heard back yet. I have not, huh? Are you being serious? Yeah. We- <laughs> We have a ham expert named Dan the Ham Man. Hell yeah. And he, uh, of course he you do. He just didn't respond. Huh? <laughs> Why didn't we ask him the other Man, day? Man, you don't need to be sharp. You didn't, I just you learned about doing any of that kind of oh. shit on the public transit, nothing. No, no. Well, but-, but if he's on his way to work and he needs to be at work with a ready to go. No, like it's it wasn't a good idea. I'm, I'm, it is I, my first time. I completely uh, admit that. <laughs> look, I completely admit it's I'd not a good shit. idea. It's not a good I idea to. Uh, I'm new. To, gra- to uh, like <laughs> sharpen a knife on a. But, like, I see somebody doing that. My first thought is, yeah, there's some stupid reason they're doing that. They're not trying to scare people. Also, like, you can't sharpen a knife on, like, a bumpy bus. But it's a train. Yeah. So, like, a train's a little bit smoother. You can probably get a good edge on a knife on a train. I've never tried. And I'm just thinking, you're like this on a train. That's making me seasick. What, the train or oh, the Matt this doing the train thing? <laughs> <laughs> this imaginary train that Matt was thinking of was making you uh, seasick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you can't get seasick on a train. <laughs> hey, shut up. I'm going to get whatever I want. <laughs> I, do what I, I do what I want. I do what I want. I'm going to bring my own little bottle of water on the train and be like, no, no, it's a boat now, bitch. <laughs> Uh, don't tell me what to do. You don't tell me that this is not a boat. <laughs> a rogue fish has been removed from a lake after children reported seeing it eating ducks. The 25-pound catfish was caught at the man-made lake at Lakeside Shopping Center in Thurrock, Essex, by the environmental or the the Environment Agency, the EA. A spokesman said fishing contests would be held at the lake to reduce the population of invasive species. Officer Ben Norrington said large fish have the potential to eat wildfowl, so we're pleased that we could remove it. Or remove it. Uh, the EA said the animal had been seen eating ducks and other wildfowl. Invasive species pose a serious threat to our, na- to our native wildlife. The catfish has been relocated to a fully enclosed lake with help from the Catfish Confer- Conservation Group. Fuck this group. If it's an invasive species, you eat the fucking catfish. Actually, I kind of want to just let that one keep eating ducks because I think that's Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm with you, man. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Like, who fucking is relocating invasive species? That's like, oh, you know those zebra mussels? We're going to bring them to a different lake. Not your river, just a different one. What if they relocated to the correct lake? There's no such thing. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to think like how big can a catfish get if it like keeps eating ducks? More than 25 Pretty pounds. big. It's a lot of protein. Yeah, yeah look at those. Uh, there's the series of locks and dams in Spain, and they have the Wells catfish. Like, also, I kind of feel like this is the duck's fault at this point. Yeah, it can the, fly away. That's true. It and it also be on land. It could also walk away. And also, like, ducks are dicks. <laughs> No, I think you you mess up with ducks have dicks. I don't. No, know. half of them do. No, but they're they're just assholes. Why? Are, no, they're not geese. No, ducks are assholes. Like they rape. 
Does that not a thing you Have knew you been about ducks? By a duck? Is this no. thing that's happened? Like, <laughs> no, like uh, I'm sorry, Carlos, I didn't mean to bring up a trigger thing for you. Duck rape. <laughs> no, like you, like male ducks, like they rape the female ducks. Well, that's fucked well, up. Yeah, it's really yeah. fucked up. But it Suddenly really seems a dark like turn to the show. But that really seems well, like he, he a, called me on the, me calling him dick. So no, but Carlos, like, I'm sorry. Like, how do they know the, the, that? That seems like that a duck problem, not an us problem. Raping. They're the ones with the corkscrew penises. The more you know, guys, the more you know. Can they open up wine bottles? Maybe if you, like, showed a, like... Oh. Maybe they could, Casey. Only one way to find out. You can go find a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get it to fuck a wine bottle? Yeah, there you go. Well, moving on. <laughs> an Australian appeals court on Friday dismissed a bullying case brought on by an engineer who accused his former supervisor of repeatedly breaking wind toward oh, him. Oh, God, I read this one earlier this week. The Victoria State uh, Court of Appeal upheld a Supreme Court judge's ruling that even if engineer David Hinks' allegations were true, flatulence did not necessarily constitute bullying. <laughs> uh, but David Hinks, age 56, has vowed to take his case to the high court. Whoa. He had sought $1.8 million dollars in a suit against his former employer, Construction Engineering, but a judge blasted the case out of the Supreme Court uh, last year. Hinks applied the uh, applied to the appeal case, uh, saying Flatulence was a form of bullying, and his ex-colleague, Greg Short, was a serial farter. The Court of Appeal ruled against Hinks on Friday, refusing to grant him leave to appeal and ordering him to pay the defendant's legal costs. The application will be refused with costs. Justice Philip Priest said, in response, Hinks promised to take the case further. I'm taking it to the high court, he said. Hinks did not speak to reporters as he left court with an item of clothing held over his mouth and face. I'm Look, I'm not saying that you can't bully with gas. But I'm, he's got yeah, to You pretty, absolutely can. Yeah, you, you can. But how sure is, like, is his, does his co-worker do anything else besides the gas passing? He said Short had abused him over the phone, used profane language, and at times taunted him with gestures. He thrusted his bum at me while he's at work. Oh, yeah, he's clearly, like... No, he's, he's, he's clearly being bullied. Bum thruster! So, uh, Hanks uh, represented himself, because of course he did, and he claimed he did not get a fair trial as he felt under pressure from Supreme Court Justice Rita Zamet uh, when questioning witnesses and felt the judge was biased against him. Well, no, the judge does a, doesn't want to sit sit there and fuck around with somebody who is not able to properly represent themselves. Like that's well, also that you're it's it's tootin. So <laughs> well, so he didn't he didn't bother hiring a lawyer. He just like, he, he can't use that though. Like he can't like bully people into slowing down by farting because wait. he's you know. So he was representing himself. He's yes. representing himself in the fart case. In a case where he's trying to get over a million dollars? No, you get a lawyer for that. Yeah, so you well. can get that money. But then he gets less of the million point eight dollars. He's going to get none of it if he doesn't have a lawyer. Well, he learned that now. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> too little, too late. It's true. He's going to be stuck at the job getting gas passed at him now. Yeah, wasn't there an episode of Letterkenny, like one of the first ones, where they did they did fart book? Where you could, you could post your farts. <laughs> <laughs> and like other people's farts. He's got to be careful though, because if That's he brings, you get a fart board, if he right. brings it to the Australian like uh, like Supreme the High Court, and like they say nope, still not bullying, it now becomes legal. 
to bully by passing gas. That's, I mean, that's the message they're sending. Precedent's yeah. been sent. <laughs> been sent. Well, so like Supreme Court is like the high court of our like. So what's higher than the high court? I I don't think I think the high court. I'm assuming the high court's so the high court. Does, so it goes from like court, supreme, and then high for them maybe. But I like, don't know if they have a supreme. Court. I feel like supreme should be above high. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a figurative high court he's talking about. Like I, I, <laughs> they just stoned the like, figurative. Court oh, he got the cheese. Not the literal court of law. Like I, but I mean, like I don't, I don't know, man. I just feel like Supreme should be above high. Like for ranking things. Yeah. We need to fix Parliament. Maybe he's just talking about saying. like directionally compared to Supreme Court, like like directionally higher than the Supreme Court. Oh, they, they just sit at a higher like law. Yeah, he's level? just okay. He was just talking about the direction. Not it's just the one on Ayers Rock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is there another story, news story? Yeah, there is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you you doing okay there, Brian? Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Spring Breakers uh, will need to find a new way to foil Florida cops in a real life incident that appears to have been lifted straight from an episode of It's Always Sunny. Spring Breakers in. Akalusa County are apparently now drinking liquor from sunscreen bottles, but the cops are already wise to their ruse. The Alusca County Sheriff's Office shared the news Wednesday on Facebook along with a fun spring break fact for anyone thinking about attempting the trick themselves. Hiding vodka in a sunscreen bottle only works if you don't let a deputy see you drink out of it. Yeah. Uh, the sheriff's office warned. However, the sunscreen bottles pictured were likely never never contained sunscreen at all, as those exact bottles are currently being marketed as discreet, discreet flasks on sites including eBay and Amazon. Facebook users were also quick to make jokes about the incident or offering alternatives for spring breakers seeking to circumvent the rules. I'll take a Tito's and SPF 30, please, one person joked. Uh, amateurs uh, should have used a water bottle like everyone else yeah, said derp. another. A representative for the department was not immediately available to confirm whether the beachgoers who owned those sunscreen containers were arrested. Alcohol, meanwhile, is permitted on the area's beaches, beaches <laughs> albeit not in glass bottles. Underage drinking is not tolerated. No, no, bro. So it's legal then. They could, they're allowed then to drink out of the bottles, uh, of the sunscreen bottles. Why are they trying to hide it? Dude, I don't remember the schoolers. I don't remember the one where they did the sunscreen bottle, but wasn't there one where they were putting wine in Coke cans? Yeah, and it's always sunny. It was like Riot Punch yeah. or whatever. Well, no, no, no it was just uh, they, they no. So they, they did juice, they, 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 Riot no. Juice or no, something. No, they yeah. did the wine and the Coke on the on the uh, the cross country car episode. They did the uh, the alcohol in sunscreen when they at the Jersey Shore. Wasn't uh, I think oh, that makes sense. wasn't Riot Juice like the when they were trying to get like wrestling or something? Some no, sort no, of no. Fighting? That was when they were getting in fights at the Philadelphia Stadium. Oh, when they were causing riots. Okay, so nice. So they had Riot Juice, and that show was which awesome. we made once. That was fun. Why did we make Riot Juice? Probably because we had some grain alcohol. Like, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. We had grain alcohol, and then, like, we found this thing where, like, you make high-grade Riot Juice with, like, Curacao, Blue, and something else. And I'm like, sure it was disgusting, Ralph. We drank it. No, yeah, Casey. <laughs> I've drunk a lot of bad shit in my days. Anyway, this brings us to our discussion topic. Uh, for the evening, which is life hacks. Life hacks right now are a major thing on the internet, and some of them are great, and some of them are terrible. And we're going to give you the best ones right now. Our own personal life hacks that we yes, had. personal life hacks that we have figured out 
living our lives as they are. Carlos, we're going to start with you. Please give me your best life hack right now. So, I'm bad with names. So, did you know that if you want to avoid, if you don't remember somebody's name, you know how you get around to it? You never call anybody by their name if you can help it. That means that if you don't call somebody by their name, they're not going to notice anything different because you're not calling anybody by their name. Carlos, do you know everybody's name around the table right now? I sure do. What's his name? It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's not wrong. It's an audio podcast. It wouldn't make any sense for you to point at somebody. Carlos. You're going to have to say the name of the person. Carlos, which person in the room is Ben? I actually don't want to point now. (laughs) No, that's playing in your hand. I can't. Show who it is. Why is it because it's an audio podcast and he doesn't have a microphone? Exactly. What's his name? (laughs) No, yeah. Just don't say people's names if you can help it. So, what do you say instead of their names? You just start talking. You you just never address anybody? You just just start talking into the group? And if you can't get there, you you try to make eye contact. But if that doesn't work, just write it off as a lost cause. You don't want to go with uh, if, you, if you don't know their name, of course. Buddy you, champ, like, buddy like, the champ, no, dude, man, no, guy. That's, that's so obvious that you do not know their name. Uh, I mean, he has a you, point. If, if you, you just start their, chatting, like if you like, do know, if you do know their name, then you can use their name to. to, to if you don't, and you can't, and talking right at them doesn't help, then you just, you just out of shit. Just out of luck. You're shit out of luck. You're yeah. just done. Brian, do you have any life hacks that have helped you get through uh, rife? Or rough, rough, uh, <laughs> rough situations like Carlos's not being able to remember anybody's rough name rife? apparently. Rife. Oh man, um, boy, I hate to do this one because you said you have a four-month-old baby, but I don't know. Maybe this will resonate. But if you're having a rough day, if you fl- if you flick off a baby, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> It That's just makes it. you feel better? I don't know. Because well, <laughs> a baby tr- is not going to, you know, it's like. What's a baby going to do? Like, the baby's like, meh. <laughs> I don't know what that ass They're not mad. Doing. Their, like, their feelings aren't hurt. Like, Speaking of babies, have you thrown the cheese in your baby's face? No. no? Don't do that. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> what kind of monster are you? Oh, I laughed He just so hard said he, that was his videos. favorite of his children. Those oh, 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 And so those we're both so instantly assholes. <laughs> I've asked anybody He's that knows the kid. Off I'm like, Matt's just like chucking cheese from across the room. Like. <laughs> it's, it's just a nice little whoop. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go in tomorrow morning and uh, get her out of bed and just go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then throw cheese. <laughs> yeah, throw cheese. <laughs> no, no, I had no don't, don't do any of that. I was eating breakfast one day. I was like, what the fuck is this? I laugh pretty hard. Don't, don't do any of those things. Left. Um, no. Uh, so truthfully, I guess um, you should. If you when you get a flat tire, you should take a picture of it and then save it. And then when you like want to like flake out on something, just send that. Send a picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good like, one. Yeah, flat tire, bro. Ah, oh, no. make it. And then a week down the road, they're like, hey, how'd that flat tire go? Did you get that fixed? Like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was rough. I had, to, I had to put the patch in there, but I had to walk three miles. I'm sorry. It. Both it of is... those were piss poor. I had a really hard time with this no, discussion that's, that's, topic. The, the flat tire one's not bad. The flipping off babies one, also not bad. Uh, have you used a tire one before? 
No. I'm more curious if he's used the baby one before. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm picturing Brian walking around his room. He's like, oh, shit, there's a baby. Oh, <laughs> babies there all the time. Turn loud, the parents- loud babies. And dogs, loud dogs. Yeah, well, that's a right, you, though. You can flip off dogs, too. It's That's the demographic that comes to our spot. Oh, yeah, don't flip off dogs, then. Uh, Matt? Uh, yeah. Life hacks. I was, you know, you watch those fucking videos on Facebook that's like... And you're just like, yeah, these are terrible. Well, then some of them you're like, oh, I should start doing that. Then you flip to the next video and you forgot everything you just watched. Like, so is your life hack just watching life hack videos? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably something I do to help uh, convenience my life that I can't remember right now. Yeah, yeah. No, so like, what, what's what's a, uh, what's a little thing that you do that's every what day... That's I'm trying to think of. ...that... Other people should do. Like, do you not do anything to make your life any easier? Like I just—it's my daily routine, you know. Like I'm like, what? What do I do that makes my life? What easier kind of shortcuts there? do you take to make your life easier? I, well, obviously that's oh, the, the theme bar. of the fucking discussion. <laughs> at the bar, do you do anything? Don't just keep what kind of life hacks do you do every day to make? <laughs> <laughs> do you take any shortcuts at Emma's? <laughs> no, I really don't. Leave Matt alone. Do you take any life hacks at the undisclosed name of the bar that yeah, you're right. at? <laughs> well, there's probably numerous things I do there to make my life a million times easier too. That I just, you know, I don't know. Gordon, I'm kind of playing off Brian. If you need to get out of something, if you don't want to go to work, easy blame is you know he went out for sushi the night before, bad sushi. Ah, uh, it's a good one. Yeah, food poisoning always a good thing because it's over in uh, 48. Nobody wants to hours. to see you and, in the in the depths of that. Well, no, and like nobody's gonna <laughs> fucking like deal with that like. Ah, you're shitting out of all the ends, like. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Kirk, do you have any life hacks? Yeah. Um, this will help you out, Carlos. All right. <laughs> oh, this will help you out. Oh, shit. So, um, being the owner of the restaurant, you get everybody and their brother comes in, wants to talk to you, and I feel like I have to remember everybody's name. Ugh. So, I heard this one a while ago, and uh, it's really helped me, believe it or not. So, I go up to people and, oh, well, what was your name again? And they kind of look at you like, what the hell? You don't know my name? And then I go, no, 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 your last name, your last name. <laughs> so they get, they tell you your first, their first They'll always right say, away. you'll always say your first and last, like, blah, 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 like no. Bond, James Bond. No, I just I've done that on a handful of times and it's worked. That's actually really good. Well, yeah, the, all right, Mr. Evenson. Yeah. I'm going to start using that on the podcast when Gordon brings down a shit ton of people and I don't know your name. Well, like, that happens or every else, other week. It's either going to be, why would I tell you my last name or, uh, well, hey. Well, then you just play it off because you're really person. just looking for the first name, you know? Yeah. Well. So uh, Or you go, I don't really care about your last name. I forgot your first name, so cool. Thanks. <laughs> Well, kind of playing off that one, uh, my go-to for the podcast is uh, I just look at them mm-hmm. intently like I want them to say something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm like, you know, what do you think? Because I don't. I, Gordon has brought so many people down here then <laughs> introduced me to them, immediately forgotten. Oh, yeah. No, no idea what's going on. And I'm just like, yeah, your name. Let's go. Uh <laughs> I totally remember that's uh, Kirk over there. I don't know what's. <laughs> no, um, no. He's life hack wise. I think life hack is a weird, weird term. Because most life hacks usually make like if you watch the videos, they make your life harder. 
Like, have you seen the one where it's like, make a glue gun out of... <laughs> that's not a life hack. That's literally... Yeah. Like, you make a glue gun by taking an electric or uh, an extension cable, cutting the end off, putting a, uh, like, taping it to cardboard, and then putting a glue stick in between. That's how you get electrocuted and die. And burn your uh, house down. <laughs> well, I mean, you could use that or a wood burner. Either one works. Um, you know what the, the, the best life hack is... Being able to turn a pop can into something you can smoke weed out of. Like, now that's a life hack. I feel like that's just stoner ingenuity. Me and me and Pete used to be really good at that. Back <laughs> well, no, like, think think about all the things you've made. Or an apple. Like, an apple, <laughs> a pop can, uh, gravity bong of two, two liters. Like. Yeah, I got that. Uh, yeah, that uh, Was, <laughs> give me an ice pick. My snorkel and an avocado. <laughs> Trust me, bro. I made them with less. The the best life hackers are people who want to smoke weed and don't have an apparatus to do it out of. Because that it just shows you human ingenuity at its finest. That's like <laughs> wartime ingenuity. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like during war, the best inventions, and also dudes trying to smoke weed. Well, but then you also get the photos of like dudes in Vietnam who were just like turning their shotgun into a pipe. Like, yep. And it's just like, why are you doing that? That's a bad idea. That's dangerous. Yeah, all we had was tinfoil, so. It- Start off, oh, we'll just make a little pipe out of tinfoil. Then it ended up being, oh, let's get some pens out and like get it creased around there. Then all of a sudden it's like Gandalf style pipe. Yeah, it was good times. Just so wrong and unnecessary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, what was it? Cabin of the Woods? The, where the stoner oh, yeah. is coffee mug. Yep. Oh, even just extended it. They actually uh, they made that bong. <laughs> That's a thing you can buy on Amazon right now. Is the coffee cup that just extends. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, life ha- anybody have any like actual other life hacks they want to share, or are we just going to talk about how to make bongs for the rest of the night? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I could do that. That's my main one. <laughs> Not remembering people's names and trying to get around because also, if anybody noticed, if you, I would have been able to like other hearing other people say other people's names, I'd have been able to get everybody's name in this room, except maybe maybe Casey's. I don't know if anybody said Casey. That's Nobody ever says my name. They don't have to. I'm just no. They might not have said his name. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of uh, this week's discussion. And hey, we're uh, we're better than last week. We only went an hour and 20. So <laughs> got that going for us this week. Oh, wait. I have shit over here now. I've been using new computers for shit, and it's been a problem. All right, guys. <laughs> You know, Brian, this is all your fault. Nope. Yep. Uh, <laughs> how? <laughs> I propose the same question to you. It's the best closure I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't... All right, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessstudios or follow us on Twitter at blindnessstudios.ninja. We're also live every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central on twitch.tv slash studios and make sure you check out the Legends of Lothos on Mondays at 8 p.m. Uh, CST. I think that's about it, so I'm going to get the fuck out of here, and I'll see you guys next week.